And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Friday, March 18th. And as expected, the Federal Reserve did, in fact, increase interest rates by a quarter of a percentage point. So I thought uh, it might be worthwhile to talk a little bit about this. Uh, I did appear on CBS Mornings yesterday morning, so uh, we'll we'll lay out some of the basics and then I'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more about how this might impact financial markets and what you need to be thinking about going forward. So let's start right now with yesterday's hit on CBS Mornings. The anchor coming in is Tony DeCopel, Gail King, and Vladimir Dutier is also with us. So here's yesterday's segment. For more on the rising prices, gas prices are just part of it, an overall price increase. And now the Federal Reserve is trying to slow those price increases by hiking interest rates by a quarter of a percentage point. It's the first increase since 2018. And for more on it, let's bring in CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger uh, with how that could affect consumers like the people watching at home. It's a little confusing because prices are going up and to make them go down, you raise interest rates. Right, because we just want to slow down the pace of borrowing and spending. And so this will directly impact pretty much everyone. The good news first Savers, you could start to see a little bit more, and I say a little bit more, in interest rates when you look at your savings, your checking, your money market, your short-term CDs. Borrowers, however, are going to pay more to service their debt. The most direct impact, credit cards. You're going to see those interest rates start to rise. New car loans will start to rise, but, you know, the amounts aren't that much, so it's a few dollars a month, and I think that's important. Small business loans can be more expensive. Variable mortgage rates can be more expensive. So borrowers, it's going to cost you more to service your debt. Uh, What about car loans and new mortgages? Well, I think in new mortgages, the thing that's really important is it doesn't key off of the actual rate that the Fed controls. So it's a longer term interest rate, the 10 year Treasury. 
Those rates have already started to go up. If you look at mortgage rates right now, we're at about four and a quarter percent or so for a 30 year fixed rate mortgage. And that's up a full percentage point from a year ago. Now, that may slow down the hot housing market, but it's going to make it more expensive to buy a home. It was what? interesting. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say the, the Fed, they voted on this. It was an eight to one vote. And the one no vote wanted actually a higher increase. So it seems like this is the beginning of yet more hikes. Absolutely. The Fed also releases projections about how they think the economy is doing and where they think interest rates are going next. And according to Fed projections, they're looking at another six quarter point interest rates increases this year. That will bring us up to just under 2% and another four or so next year. So we are going to see interest rates broadly rise pretty quickly over the next couple of years. I want to go back to gas prices. I was in LA recently and the gas prices in some places were over $7 still. And people say, look, I got to drive. I got to get to work. I got to get to school, et cetera, et cetera. Is there anything, anything consumers can do to handle the gas prices or protect themselves against the I think this is prices. where consumers have to do something because the Fed cannot actually p- pinpoint gas prices on this. They can try to slow things down. But as you said, people have to drive. Yeah, so you what you go. need to think about is this. OK, I've got to drive. Maybe I can carpool. Fine. But maybe I should be paying cash because you can save five or 10 cents a gallon to pay cash. Maybe I should use regular gas. Filling up on Mondays and Fridays theoretically should actually save you a little bit of money. And note to very bad drivers, your aggressive speeding and braking. (laughs) That is very bad for fuel consumption and fuel efficiency. So Ease up Can on the you highway. Use regular gas if your car says you have to use premium. I don't know. I I follow. I'm a direction follower. So I, I they, if, if they say to do if they say premium, I think I should do premium. But a lot of people tell me it's kind of bunk. I like this no speeding. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Can't make that promise. A lot of people are saying. I like yeah. the day you said about filling up on Mondays. Yeah, Mondays and Fridays and paying in cash. Yep. Okay, so the Fed has just started, right? And six more quarter points this year. We're going to get up to about 1.9% in the Fed funds rate. Next year, there'll probably be um, every other meeting, so four more increases. According to the dot plot, which is the economic projections from Fed officials, according to that dot plot, it looks like federal funds end at, let's say, 2.8%. And that's a heck of a lot higher than we have seen. In fact, if if that's the case, uh, we would be at the highest rate in Fed funds since 2008. So, I mean, we talked a lot about the Fed raising rates and what it did last time, but I'm not sure that's the best analogy because the last rate hike cycle was a three-year cycle following the Great Recession. So it was December 2015 to December 2018. The Fed funds rates ended at a range of two and a quarter to two and a half percent. You know, amazingly, at that time, the economy was growing. It was a strong growth rate, but inflation was only 1.9% in December of 2018. And here we are at 7.9% in inflation. So the Fed's got a tough job ahead of them. This is a really tough kind of, uh, of a situation because I think they're probably late essentially, but also that, you know, they really need to figure out how they can continue with their dual mandate. There are two objectives. They've got to make sure the economy is strong enough to create jobs, and they've got to try to keep inflation in check. And it's a real delicate balancing act in the best of times. And certainly with prices surging, supply chain issues cropping up again, war in Ukraine, it's even more difficult. So 
I think that it's going to be a bumpy ride. We've seen a lot of gyrations in the stock market, and um, I think we will continue to do so. Uh, it's going to be a interesting time to try to manage what your expectations are. You know, it, it may not be that we get exactly what the Fed says. Maybe the Fed's going to have to go faster. That's going to catch many investors by surprise. Maybe the Fed's going to have to go slower, and that's going to catch people by surprise. I guess the, the long and the short of it is the Fed is just a bunch of human beings. You know, they, they raise their inflation forecast in this meeting. It's the fifth time in a row they've had to raise their inflation forecast. They've been behind the curve. That means that to catch up, it's going to require some real luck and some skill. For you as a long-term investor, what do you need to take from this? What you need to know is that you don't have to do much. I mean, we've been talking a lot about bonds. You can't just blow out of bonds in the middle of this. Bond prices went down pretty dramatically after the Fed meeting. That doesn't mean you should sell your bonds. It means that the composition of what you own is important. And if you've got long dated bonds, 30 year bonds, they're going to gyrate a lot more. But if you own an individual bond, then you hold it to maturity, you get your money back. If you own a bond fund, as the price goes down, you're reinvesting at lower levels. Inflation is not going to stay at 40-year highs. And the interest rate cycle is going to change once again. My guess is that the interest rate cycle is going to change many times before you need your money. So please try not to be reactive. Try to maintain the game plan. And if you are worried, if you need handholding, if you want to know how to better manage your own expectations, then give us a holler. Our website is jillonmoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. We'll get your note. And don't forget while you're on the website to subscribe to the Jill on Money newsletter. It's free every single week. We're always here for you in rate hike cycles, in rate easing cycles, stocks up, stocks down, whatever's going on in your financial life. Mark and I are ready to help you out. It is Friday. We do a little business. Our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Mark Talercio is our executive producer, and we are distributed by Cadence 13. Try to do something nice for someone else today. It will make that person feel better and it will make you feel better. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.